for our next episode, which is Quest for Uranus. Ah, uh, nice. And I think Great. we found it. And I'm hoping, yeah, I think we did find it. Um, they, always, they always ask Dr. Head to do their shorts. Um, I like you and Uranus because it's... <laughs> which is quite, been, which been, is quite talented, I might I, add. I've been waiting to say that for a long time. Bitch, <laughs> please, you've been to space. Hi, I'm Joe Rogan. <laughs> and you look like Joe Rogan, too. This is Dr. Todd. This is Professor Feather. And this is the Midnight Gadfly. And our special guest... Mark Justice. Mark Justice! <laughs> and this is Unsane Radio. Radio. I missed it. <laughs> what kind of radio? Unsane Radio. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is getting off to a good start. <laughs> I know. It always happens when I, when I show up. Well, you know, everybody flees the head, apparently. <laughs> so, what are we going to talk about in this episode? This is what, this one was up to Mark Justice. Mark what? Justice! Mark Justice! <laughs> Mark Justice! Say it ain't so! Me! What did you say? What did you say? So, we get, what, what are we talking about? A, a, um, a filmmaker? Mm-hmm. Director? Writer? Producer, sometimes actor, sometimes actor. Mister mm-hmm. yeah. George Romero. Oh yeah, George Romero. One of the one of the, um, iconic. One of the iconic directors. Yes. Yeah, I would say so. And writers. Um, I I, I want to give him credit because he some of the things he's written is pretty have have been pretty good. You know, they may not have been executed well as a as a production, but their writing was pretty decent and and, and uh, some of it was also kind of prescient you know he he mm-hmm. had a we'll go back to one of his earliest works um, the crazies that was mm-hmm. that was you know a viral infection that made people nuts i mean this is what 1972 or something like that 73 73 was it and involved it uh, yeah. the whole government conspiracy type situation well you know which yeah. is like prevalent now i mean oh, not because it's real, but it's just, yeah. yeah. I mean, he, bar- he borrowed really wholeheartedly from Richard Matheson, you know, I am legend. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, who really kind of started that whole idea of a, a virus, you know, or a plague turning into monsters. Cause that's really what it's, I mean, Romero with his zombies, I'm probably jumping ahead, but really right. took zombies from being this kind of voodoo supernatural inspired too. mindless. Yeah. The supernatural like slaves and and really kind of gave them a a scientific Kick, yeah. reason for it really kickstarted a whole new genre. Well, yeah, it, yeah, exactly. And you know, my opinion has been stated on this movie many, many times. Yeah. This is the the quintessential zombie apocalypse movie, um, bar none. This is that, it's true. This right. is as near perfect um, a film as you can get. Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
I'll go out here on a limb and say, you know, this was George Romero's finest hour was Night of the Living Dead. From there on, he was okay. He was he was he was adequate in a lot of respects. He there, there that's why I kind of pulled out his writing because some of his movies just didn't translate very well. The Crazies mm-hmm. isn't a very good movie. Um, no, the remake was actually surprisingly yeah, decent. Tar was talking uh, about that earlier, uh, but, but yeah, but yeah, the original is is not that great of a movie. But it's no, a good but, story but and the a good writing is yes, solid. It, writing, it is a yes. really well written movie, yes. but you know it, it's budgetary constraints, just like with Night of Living yep. Dead. I mean, he's kind of a Gonzo movie maker still at this time. Independent, yeah, and- independent without a, you know his own budget. And wasn't you know trying to do anything for anyone else but himself. But it, so in that regard, it, it, it there are moments that are very effective, and he still kind of maintains that sense of claustrophobia, and and that sense of also I mean, p- trying to convey that, and also panic you right. know, on a much larger scale. Yeah, and, and his, his movies, he he he. Uh, what do I want to say? He transcends his budget sometimes. I mean, mm-hmm. they wouldn't they wouldn't be considered cult movies right now if they weren't touch someone somewhere. You know, I'm, well, yes, certain, certain, you know of, his, I mean? certain it, of his movies. You're right. You're, no, I not agree. All They're not all of these movies do that. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I don't think he's all that great. I yeah, because I think once he once he hits like Day of the Dead, he's into more mainstream kinds of films the rest of his career. And it gets to be which, repetitive. Which, which the which That's is the one where they're in the mall. That's Dawn, that's Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Dawn of the Dead, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, that's all right. I, I, no, no, I think that's, I think both of those. And it's funny, I think, um, like, you know, Night of the Living Dead, they make a point of when they talk about this movie about how it was very progressive because it had the black lead, but then mm-hmm. there was also the ending and all that kind of stuff. But that was all happenstance. Like, they didn't, they didn't write him as a black person, right? Right. Uh, and one of the decisions they made, which if you watch one of the two, uh, there's two really good documentaries, Birth of the Living Dead and Reflections of the Living Dead. I might add Memory of the Dead. Yeah. Oh, that's good a good one, too. Yeah, you're correct. The, um, but they talk about the fact that they decided not to change the script, even though he was black. So he was con- he was playing it just as the character, not as a black. See, character. that's perfect. That's what makes it good. It, well, no, not it, it is. But they said even towards the end, while they were making it, people were saying, "You well, no, no, you have to know, you know, that's too, you know." So there's there's even there's this pushback, but then even that ending where the you know the throwing him on the pile of wood. Alert, and yeah, well, they can't. So I said they shoot the black guy. You know, they shoot the black guy, yeah. throw him on a pile of wood, and but burn him, and if, it's just. With a meat hook. I mean, dragging right. him over with a meat. I mean, but it, if that was the way it was written prior to them even knowing they were going to have a black guy, and they and they said they chose him not because he was a black guy, because he was the best actor. The best, and, actor. and he yeah. is a good yeah. actor. He's awesome. oh yeah, he's, he's really, really good. good. He's probably the the, you know, the best in the whole movie. Is his performance? I think is the best. I, but, yeah, they, I think everybody does a pretty good job well, in this. George movie. Romero, especially talks you know, for they're all not you know. They're obviously not, you know, major professional actors or anything. Right. But he, they, they just gave the best performances. No, but I think it, that it, it gave a realistic feel to the movie. I thought. And I, mm-hmm. I and I credit I credit I think you know Romero primarily for that getting that feel. You know, mm-hmm. that was his job. I think, and I think he did a really good job. Mm-hmm. And 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 then to give credit to um, uh, John Russo was the co-writer. Yes, of, correct. Uh, yeah. Night of the Living Dead. So you know he needs credit for that for the whole um, and, and he played to me in that explosion movie, of that genre he played know. the creepiest zombie in that movie too yes he did when he comes yes. stumbling through that door real slow and he had that mm-hmm. neck bleeding and it just yeah i he was the whole yeah, yeah. that one creeped me out when i was a little kid through that black door frame by well, that the, door. yeah well the movie right. uh, the movie um 
also is a, it's kind of crowdsourced because they got a lot of community involvement from Pittsburgh. That right. little so they, yeah. that's absolutely so they had you know they were talking about the one guy that had all this money and they're like going well we've got this farm and we can't but there's this ditch and we can't get over to the farm so the dude and he's the guy that's the reporter or whatever that has the hat with the, the built him a little bridge didn't yeah he? he built him a little bridge so they could drive and he goes this dude did it in one day and it was a wooden bridge that we could drive trucks over like it was so solid you know, wow. he was like this dude that was just get shit done. <laughs> you know, let's okay, let's do it. But then they also had Billy Cardilly, Chili yeah, Billy, Chili Billy, Billy. Yeah, right. What, yeah, huh? yeah. So he it, was in it. When it. What's so funny is, you know, I didn't realize that uh, George Romero was from Brooklyn and not Pittsburgh. Right, but he oh, kind of yeah. he yeah. kind of he went to Pittsburgh. What is it, Mellon Carnegie or something? Mellon uh, Carnegie. <laughs> <laughs> It's Carnegie Mellon. Oh, I, I thought it was Mellon Carnegie back then. Melancholy Carnegie. You've graduated from Melancholy. <laughs> I was sad. I'm a little better. <laughs> I was living sad. I was, <laughs> I was sad. I'm looking forward to color in my life. <laughs> I was sad. I'm a little bitter. Oh. Yeah. I, one of the things I, I like about Night Living Dead so much is the stark lighting, you know, uh, of the, the oh, interior yeah. shots yes. of the house. You can tell there's just like one light source. It, it almost looks like a bare light bulb but, at times. And yeah. it is just such a, sh- a stark, harsh black and kind white. Of lighting. Yes. Yeah. And that black and white, it contrasts so well. High but, contrast. You know, it just it just has a guttural or a, a visceral feel. They of, used their film was high contrast film that they used yeah. in the shooting. And that's why you that's one of the ways that you get that stark look that, okay. with that high yeah. contrast. And and like you said, a single light source or you know, two mm-hmm. if the, you know. Yeah. Um, it almost looks like you a, guys are a talking you about know, the inside, for the age the of outside. the first person camera that it's like almost like a almost like a documentary yeah, in it, a way. It's got that kind of very, very, very dry feel. Uh, as as far as the shots and and you know it's not like cinematic and it's big, right. it's close, it's it's uncomfortable, um, it's practical. To you yeah, know, and I yes, think it's, yeah, yes. And I was the the lighting. I think you know not just on the inside, but the way they lit the outside also. Just, when you just look view, viewing out there, you know, and, and it's watching the from watching the mm-hmm. zombies come come in. across. Yeah, and it just, it's like a floodlight from the house. Yes, and it's just yeah. and it was creepy, and creepy and stark. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. you said, that's that's the pr- primary word. Is yeah, everything was very stark. Going back to Matheson, though, I mean, yes, that that's I'm legend right there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the only thing that they lacked was talking to him, and it was just right. But it was yeah, it was creepy. It was one of the creepiest movies I've ever seen. It is. It's one of those movies that's cool too, because like Mark and I are about the same age. So like when we watched it was probably when we were kids, right? And it was all about the freaky zombies. And then as mm-hmm. you get older, you see a different movie, right? So like every, yeah. at every age, it becomes like this different movie, you know, because you're recontextualizing it without knowing, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's like watching Bugs Bunny. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I like to correlate the two. Yes. Yeah. Bugs Bunny and zombies. Yeah. You appreciate it at one level when you're a kid because the zombies are scary and, and you're just terrified. But then you, you start, you, yeah, like you said, get by the, the, you start contextualizing and you start seeing the, the lines that were meant for the adult viewers as far as Bugs Bunny goes. These kids aren't going to get the joke. But then you see the, the little bigger picture and you realize, wow, this is a very a smart movie and the script is a very smart script. 
And he worked a lot of that through his earlier works. That's one thing I really like about his earlier movies yeah. that there are, you know, he's, he's taking his time to either poke jabs at something society in society, or he's bringing some kind of sense of satire or criticism. Yeah. Social and, commentary. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I like that. Yes. That's why um, Dawn of the Dead is so good. Yes. And Dawn of the Dead. See, I like Dawn of the Dead and, way and better than Dead. And that, it's a lot I mean, more over top. It's just, yeah, it's, it, I saw it when I was 16. I think it's probably what it was because it was. I saw it in a midnight showing, and I was just like, "Oh my god, yeah, what, I, yeah, me too. what is it? This is just amazing." Yeah, it just it just blew my mind. And at the time, it had an X rating, I believe, didn't it? Yeah, well, it's noted for its uh, the special effects, yeah. the practical effects of makeup. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Tom Savini, <clears throat> yeah, Tom which Savini. is very good. It is still to this day considered one of the most realistic and most you know, and it yeah. is. It's so repul- like you can be laughing one minute and going, "Oh mm-hmm. my god, what the fuck!" <laughs> you know, the next minute. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple right. of them. It yeah, was it was fun. It's good. Go ahead, man. Oh no, I was just saying it, it's a fun movie, but I don't. But it, I still like the first one. It comes back to the. Back. It comes back to the social commentary, though. Like he. Oh did, no! They yes. do a really good job of saying, "Okay, well, here's consumerism. We're going to go to mm-hmm. a mall. Yep. So these people become zombies, and what do they do? They don't know what the fuck to do because they can't find anybody to eat, so they go to the mall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like how that plays out, though. They they talk young and unconscious have, memory. memory. Yeah, their memories. Mm-hmm. Uh, they still have memories. Right. Group, this place group, was important to them, memory. so they come back. You know? But what I liked when they they start showing like obvious caricatures of people, you know, like the the cheerleader and the the Krishna, the Krishna, guy, right? right yeah. Yeah. yeah, which was uh, funny, but it made me, yeah. But good, yeah. That that's those are the good parts of the movie. Um, and and I think the, spe- the I think the special effects. I mean, the, the pra- especially the practical effects. Yeah, Paul's really, yeah. yeah, that's a, yeah. It's, it's Some of the daylight scenes and the, the blood. Um, you know, it looks like Tom Savini, but what did I say? Paul. Oh yeah. Tom. Tom, Savini. Yeah, Tom Savini. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Peter, Peter Savini. I'm sorry. I, 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 Peter, buy, Paul I, and I buy Tom. Drugs, I buy drugs from his brother. Paul. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but the, uh, the blood sometimes looks like tempera paint. You know, it's a very, it doesn't look like blood at all. Oh, that's and, super red. Yeah. I had a book by Tom Savini cause I was going to be a makeup artist way back in the day. And that what was happening was it was the film. They had blood rather. It was stage blood and it just showed up and live. It looked good. They thought they were having this great looking blood, but when they saw it on film, the way it looked on film, it looked like paint. Yes. So they could never redo that. So maybe now so, with the 4K so restoration, a... maybe they'll change that back and make it look less like paint. Yeah, really. <laughs> let's let's back this up a little bit. You wanted to be a special makeup effects artist? Uh, yeah, I did in high school. So yeah, where were you on Mikey, dude? That's <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I saw scanners, and then when that scene when the guy you know gets his head blown oh, up, yeah. I'm like, oh, I, I want to be able to see, do that. See, that's what I wanted to do to you. I couldn't but do that's... it with my mind, so I figured I might as well learn how to use latex. But yeah, I did special effects in high school, like drama club. I wanted a guy. bigger hose yeah. taped to the back of your head. Though. We're we're gonna we're gonna post a link on unsaneradio.com to Mikey, a serial, okay, a serial sure. killer. <laughs> oh, there we oh, go. It's got to yeah. be that seen. Was a, uh, I st- I still yeah. pull that movie out once in a while. And I show my friends. Yeah, they they just love it. You I, know, have you seen the it. version with the actual sound? Oh my God, no! I didn't know there was sound. <laughs> There's, oh my God. There, there's no, there's only one oh sound. It's, it's when, it's oh, when, the yeah, the gunshot. Oh, Aaron, okay. Aaron being choked with Cheerios dropping at his feet. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. But anyway, oh. back to George Romero yes. here. 
Yeah, so Dawn of the Dead, I think, is actually pretty good because, <laughs> again, it's got that whole thing, you know, the mm-hmm. comedy thing. So we, I, I think this is, like, really one of the first or the beginning of, like, comedy horror or whatever. Cause like, well, no. What it, was it, before Comedy this? horror has been around for a while, but I'm... Okay, so... Well, there's what, comedy what made, in, what like, made that, Frankenstein. There's some, there's some comedy right, in Frankenstein. I think what, I think what made uh, uh, right, Dawn of the Dead... Right. Dawn of the Dead, interesting, though. It, it, it entered that cult circuit instead mm-hmm. of... Uh, it wasn't a norm, but you no, know. you're right. It's, you know, uh, Midnight Gaffly is right because it it was consciously being mm-hmm. being funny humor. No, no, I, and yeah. that I'm in, not in a social more. socially more. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. yeah, and way right. more, way more. I, mean, <laughs> I was it, shaking my head yes if you didn't hear yeah. that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, is that why? But but right, you know, <laughs> right before right before Dawn of the Dead, he did one of my favorite movies of his, uh, which is Martin. Mm-hmm. Um, I you really, like I really oh, like Martin. Oh yeah, yes. I didn't know I, he did that. I re- yes. No, see, there again, that goes back to I like, I really like the story. I like the idea, the way it was. I like the premise of it and everything, but I just mm-hmm. the movie itself, I didn't. It's I, a very slow moving movie. I, yeah, and I didn't. Um, it's good though. But I that's know what's that. good I, about I, it. I love I mean, talking I, to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> no, I. Um, but you're, you're I all. I remember seeing that on. God, it must have been like maybe like. Martin. It must have been like maybe Commander USA or something like that. You know, oh, way back in the day. That's, that's a good days. possibility. Yes. Lefty. No. That's, that's, an Lefty. In, that's an invocation. <laughs> or the ghoul. Maybe even the ghoul. Oh, another invocation. <laughs> the ghoul yeah. would never show anything like that. <laughs> he, did, he showed uh, children shouldn't play with dead things. Yes, so, he did. you know. Yes. <laughs> you know that. Uh, but yeah, Martin, you know, the, the whole commentary about the Vietnam War and, and this, this brooding sense of coming home being utterly changed. Uh, from experiences, you know, right. in war, it was very, very apparent. But and yeah, manifesting Thompson, change as a vampire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. And, there was another movie kind of like that, it was, but it was like a version of the monkey's paw thing, where, where Vietnam War, where he comes back and they wish him back and he comes. But oh yeah, there's well, something really wrong with him. But anyway, but yeah, George Romero uh, wrote and directed Martin, and I think there, there again, um, that's the reason I'm kind of singling out because I think his writing. Is really good in that movie, and, it's very and yeah, it's original. there again. It's you know, it, it's it, it, it's a little slow here and there, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, that's one of my favorite movies by him. You know? Another then, a reinvention of the vampire, which is yes, yes, interesting. Yeah, and 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 there again, he's tried to have that social commentary uh, in there. You know, in in a lot of his movies, mm-hmm. I, th- I think it kind of stopped maybe later on. I don't know. Um, you know, because what he did, what Knight Rider, remember that? K. I, I love Knight Riders. <laughs> yeah. I, I really like that. Yeah. Because it was, I mean, I was really big into King Arthur at the time. Yes. And I uh, <laughs> couldn't get you know, into it. Yeah. And I thought it was, it was. And then they really hopped on their Suzuki. Yeah. Their, their <laughs> motorcycles. It was that whole kind of Arthurian thing. But, but even there was this real subtle uh, love triangle between, you know, the, the Lancelot character, the Guinevere character. It was, it was kind of done in, in just in a scene, they're all driving and they kind of have a look that I, they share. Yeah. And I just, I, that stood out to me as like, Oh, here's the, here's the love triangle beginning, you know, it, but yeah. it was so subtly done. Um, but again, there was, he was talking about consumerism yes. in that one as well. Yeah. when there are people show up for their shows and even Stephen King and his wife, Tabitha actually have a cameo in that scene. And they have, maybe have like one line Stephen King does or something like that. And he blew it. You know, <laughs> and uh but yeah I, I wrote an article about night writers a movie review um oh, about because yeah, yeah. most people aren't going to see that yeah you know that's true it was, that's true it was a really early movie by the uh the guy who played arthur the arthur character um, oh harris ed harris 
Yeah, I think it was one of his early first movies, I think, too, uh, if I'm not Ed? mistaken. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I haven't seen it for probably 20 years. I may hate it now, <laughs> but I always liked it, uh, the premise of it. And, and I, oh, did you? I I, now, it. see, I, you know, I was all, all excited seeing you know, George Romero, and the first time I saw it, I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> anyway, it's just, I, I have to go back and look at it again. Yeah. I saw that it. Was a, yeah. That's not what I was expecting. When that's I went getting to into the 80s. You know, that's what, right, 81, right. That 1981 or something like that? Yeah, 81. And then the next one that I see here, well, he did some Tales from the Dark Side uh, from 83 to 85, I think. A couple on there, but I don't remember any of those standing well, those out. Those were kind of fun. I like yeah, that as a TV yeah, show. Yeah, you're right. They, yeah, nothing really stood out. That's true. One till, um, when, when Creep Show come out? Yeah, eighty two creep show I kind of liked. Yeah, yeah the first creep one I like the fun. first one a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just yeah. has that. Even though everything is very predictable, but it was just mm-hmm. it, was, it was fun. It it did have that comic book look and feel to it. it yeah, fun. I actually had the comic book of of it. I think I did too. Uh, you know, oh, and yeah. I just love the yeah. you know the whole lonesome death of Jordy Verrill. You know, meteor shit. You know, <laughs> yeah. and, I uh, like yeah. yeah, Stephen it, King's best it's performance. Time for cake. You know, just, it's Father's Day or whatever it was. You know, it was just, it was just yeah, totally <laughs> over the top. And speaking fun. of, of and Stephen Adrian Barbeau, speaking of yeah. Steve, yeah, that's real. Oh yeah, when she speaking yeah. of uh, when she was like really hot. <laughs> speaking of Stephen King, um, he did um, the Dark Half. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, monkey right. which, which monkey I actually, shines too. Monkey right? shines too. That right? I'm sure. I like the dark half. I never saw that. I saw. The, you could relate. Yeah, what, yeah, what, is, what is the dark, the dark half? It's a movie about a, a writer who. Wait, a realist. Gets a what, a yeah, and he yeah. has gets this alter ego going on. Um, yeah, it, I, really. If you haven't seen it, you ought to watch it. That's not bad. Um, in that Timothy Hutton, I think, yeah. stars in it. Yeah, it's a it's a yeah. I don't want to say too much about it because it's a pretty good movie. Bad. And if you've not read the book, yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, but anyway, George Romero directed that. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll have to check that out. And Monkey Shines because yep, I thought Monkey Shines. Shines was the one with Brendan Fraser. No, that's Monkey Bones. <laughs> oh yeah, Monkey yeah. Bones, which is <laughs> completely right. silly. Which is but completely got, silly. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's it's um, what's it, but who plays the who plays the uh, the little cat the cat girl. What's her name? She was in Scream. She was in oh, yeah. one of the girl in, in the uh, the drive-in double feature movie right, from Robert right. Rodriguez. Oh my god! Yeah, she had her leg cut off and has a machine yes. gun. Yes, yeah. yeah, I know who you're talking about. Which was hot. Yeah, anyway. Oh yeah, her, her. In a gross <laughs> yeah. way, that was hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she. I remember Monkey Bone. That was the only thing that stood out for me. A Monkey Bone. A little, well, not stop, but you know, it wasn't only a Monkey Bone that stood. She out. was a. <laughs> she was an amputee. <laughs> yes. Rose McGowan. Oh, you came up short Rose on Rose McGowan. That. There we go. You came up short on that. <laughs> Oh, so glad I'm sitting. I'm stumped. <laughs> I'm really stumped. I'm so, yeah. I'm so glad I'm not standing. But anyway, so yeah, I mean, Romero made some other things during that time, but he also made Day of the Dead. Yes. I saw that in the drive, drive-in. drive uh, You know what? I, I didn't mind that one. Everybody uh, trashes it. But. I, I wanted to like it so much, I just found it to be right. almost intolerably boring. I thought so too. I I, I just thought there was no there was were, no. I thought they were all boring anyway. Well, There's I mean, nothing I, new in it. No, no point to it. Yes, yes. Other than they tried to get grosser, but that was about it. Well, they had the whole thing about trying to rehabilitate the zombies, and that was that was an interesting idea because he does carry that 
onward. That's, other that's true. That's true. That they can like learn. There's so there's... nothing going on. Just they're down here again. Or he's trying to recapture Dawn of the Dead. Like, okay, they're stuck in a mall. They move for, like from a mall or a house in Night of the Living Dead. They're stuck there, stuck in a mall. In a mall. Well, you yeah. know, I think and now was... they're stuck underground. Right. But it was just, it was just so boring. But I just, think where he just... picks up on this, so they have been down there for a long time, and it's not, you know them growing to dislike each other. They actually hate each other, which they probably could have mm-hmm. bought, you know, but yeah, ultimately no, it, it becomes the same old stuff other than the beginning. I do like it when they fly into Florida and they land and they're calling for people. Yes. I, that I, was a good, I like that. That was a good scene. I, I really like that. Too. Yes. And then that, from that, there that on, was kind of creepy to me. From there on, it just didn't go very well. <laughs> Apparently it went downhill. <laughs> But anyway, there you go, George Romero. Anything? Any yeah. other comments, Mark? So, what's your favorite George Romero movie? Uh, you know, I'm going to say Dawn of the Dead. Okay. I think only gotcha. because it was, I think, one of the first ones I remember having for like, you such a strong you. reaction to it yes. for me personally. Uh, gotcha. I was like 16 or 17, maybe, and I saw it, and and then actually it made me want to do a sequel. I started <laughs> go write, kill I, like, people. I know. Day, yeah, <laughs> I started writing my my novel sequel to Dawn of the Dead. It was called Feast of the Dead. Okay, and it was horrible. I got three 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 there chapters you, in. I'm like, that's Until Herschel Gordon Lewis lawyers <laughs> got a hold of it. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, I think it's just because for it was just at the right time. For me, it was it was a movie. You know, the the gore was was great. Right. I was still interested in the makeup effects, and I just I thought it was. I love zombies anyway. I love the slow moving plotting zombies, not like the ones you see that are the, the, the fast runners. I don't those don't those don't appeal to me at all. Um, but these like just. I kind of like the scenes where the guys are out in the field. You know, those those rednecks. They're just like shooting them like it's target practice. Like it's fun. You know, there's some of the comedy that you were talking right. about. Right. I'm going to go back to the Night of the Living Dead. There's a couple of scenes where they just show them out in that field just slowly. Mm-hmm. And there's not very many of them because it's out in the country. But it's just. Yeah. Which they there was something really creepy about that. I, I don't know what it was. It was just they kind of make fun of that in the remake of Night of the Living Dead, 92, the one with Tom Savini did. Like, boy, they're moving so slowly. You could you could run right past them. Right. You know? Actually, I kind of well, we could talk. That. We should talk about that movie. <laughs> I kind of liked it. It was did you? Bad, yeah. It was, How about you, Mark? It was bad, but it was fun. I yeah. I mean, I thought it was a worthy remake. It doesn't wasn't necessary. Um, yes. They did spend an awful lot of time boarding up windows, you know. Uh, <laughs> yes. You know, well, you would too if there were zombies. <laughs> I guess I'm thinking about for an hour and a half movie, I don't want to spend a third of it watching them hammer up windows. But well, uh, we're just trying to be yeah. realistic. <laughs> I guess so. If you're gonna be stuck in the house, well, here's what we get to do. Um, no, I thought it was fine. I mean, I, I, it was a, it was like an unnecessary remake. Yes, it but was. It, well, there it was you go. Very unnecessary. That's probably yeah, okay. my. That was my. I found found it an abomination yes. because you. Why do you remake a perfect? And it was almost literally seen. Yeah. Well, there were variations. In you it, know, it like that movie right. is so perfect. You know, that's like right. that's shot like for shot just reshooting it and in, in, with new actors and new effects. That's all it was. What's and, the and, one? And what? that's. I mean, there's just and there again. Uh, you know, we can talk about this ad nauseum. There's, you know, why remake a movie right. that's already perfect? Unless mm-hmm. there's something in the something technology yeah. that could that could enhance that movie. And there's nothing yeah. that there can enhance another, that movie. There was another remake. What was it? The 3D well, they, one. Right? They did a, he did a 3D, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, George. They, well, Donna Dead was remade, too. No, it, yes. it had yes. Jeff, Jeffrey Combs in it. Yes. Jeffrey Combs and this other guy. And they ran a... A more, I kind of like that one. It made me laugh for whatever reason. They I were like brothers, yeah, and they owned one of them owned a cemetery mortician place, 
and for whatever reason, they were he was storing stuff for him. Oh, but it's kind of funny. Yeah. So he always has to keep his cemetery locked, but he's trying to be sneaky about this because he knows they come back. Oh, and that's yeah, that, that's I kind of liked that. That's that, no, it. it was, it, hmm. and I thought it was. Night of the Living Dead in 3D. I thought that's what it was. Right. But I also know there's another one. Sid Haig was in. And I thought that was yeah, something like yeah. that. And then there's the, anyway. and then there's the total abomination, the colorized version. <laughs> oh, of Night of the Living Dead? Of Night of the Living Dead. That is, oh, my that God. is unnecessary. They 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 issue reissued a you know, somebody did because it's public domain. Right. They they did a colorized version with a new soundtrack. And the soundtrack is oh. this really, really horrible horrible oh, like really? synthesized it's just absolutely it's as oh. bad as tempe movies that Ooh. yes <laughs> that, wow. that's a body blow I right know. there <laughs> that's a well, drop. Maybe that's the reason why they did it because they wanted to make you know quick cash grab oh on man like there's no there's no copyright on it so and it's funny because you know i bought it sad, just though, to see what it would be but like. you know what's sad though people would watch that just because it's in fucking color oh, right yeah. it's just like Yes, and it's not even real color, goddammit. <laughs> no, it looks like a sepia tone picture, you know, you see from the 20s or something. Yes. You know, someone colored it with a crayon. Um, yeah. <laughs> when they used actual watercolor. The remake of Dawn of the Dead. It's like I saw, I watched, I wouldn't watch it because to me, like Dawn of the Dead is like the Holy of Holies. You know, it's like one of those perfect movies. Yes. And, and yes. when the remake came out, I'm like, why? Why the fuck are you going to Did like, you watch it? Hello? I watched about the first 15 minutes of it, and I just like, oh, I can't. I it can't is a total it. remake. And what I think is even stupider in that movie, I saw this. Uh, that's the first time you see a uh, uh, this mother gives birth to a zombie baby. Oh, well, that's funny. Well, it wasn't. It was stupid. It should have been like eating her. It was kind of gross. But it was the first time, though, right? Is yeah. that it, I, think, I think. I don't know. First time. Time. There could be some foreign movie that did yeah. even grosser. That's what I would have if a zombie baby is going to be eating the mother from the inside out and just pop out. You know, like Alien. Which one? Which yeah. Which is the one that Zack Snyder made? Zack is Snyder. that the remake of Dawn of the Dead? Is that the Dawn of the Dead? It's the guy from with, with Modern Dreams. With it's got the guy from uh, Modern Family. The dad from Modern Family is in it. He plays like a general. Oh, Zack wow. Snyder made it. You know, I don't know if that was. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I was just curious because you're talking about the remake. Yeah, I don't know enough of maybe, maybe that. I know. I thought Ving Rhames was in the remake of it, Dawn of the Dead. No, Am I wrong be. about that? No, it could be. I, I don't. I don't. Oh, know I have no idea. There's so about. many. That's why I'm not talking. There's so many of these things. I don't. Yeah. Oh yeah, we could always talk about Diary of the Dead. I've never saw that one. Did you? No. Is that the one that's first person, like know. shaky, shaky cam? They're, they're, could be. they're documenting. They're walking around. I doing and then Martha the is. zombie said, "Ah." <laughs> yeah, I I didn't know that was Romero because it was on Sci Fi Channel. I thought it was another one of those crappy Sci Fi Channel movies, which and ultimately it was. ends up being. <laughs> yes, um, it's it's. I hate the I hate that first person shaky cam. It's 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 a cheap way of, of not trying to set up a shot it it doesn't make me want to watch it it just but makes you real people recording the most inane stupid things of their everyday lives it's not interesting it's not exciting and when they move it around too much i just want to vomit like why am i gonna watch this there's no way in hell i want to watch this amen brother i remember going to cloverfield and some cloverfield, guy walking yes. out just fucking cussing <clears throat> yeah uh, cloverfield i spent the first hour looking at the wall you know, looking to the corner of the theater, oh, like I can't watch this crap. My you know, wife, I, my wife, ugh. she was just getting actually physically ill. That was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, was during yeah. Cloverfield. Oh yeah. yeah, on the big screen when they had the jerky cam. Oh, you yeah, went so to it, see it at the theater. Yeah, 
Oh, yeah. okay. I wanted to see it. Okay. Yeah, it was the worst. I'm like, I, I don't understand that. They tried to, you know, the I like the flare. movie. The movie didn't bother me, but it, it yeah, it did hurt watching it yeah. on a big screen. <laughs> but it's just become so such a, a trope almost in and of itself that they're the first person shaky cam or found footage. You're right. Stuff. You, you know it's what just, pissed me off yeah. more than anything was uh, Blair Witch. <laughs> first one. Mm-hmm. See, I, I appreciated it. Blair Witch oh. to a degree. I think there again, that comes down to. That could have uh, been a 15 minute film. Well, there, that's what I was going to say. It comes down to, to content versus time. And it yeah. could have been a really, really good short film. The last 15 minutes were effective. Yes. You know, yes. because it became less shaky. And I love what was so successful is they had a really good marketing campaign. I mean, oh people were God. thinking, oh, no. you're right. I, mean, I felt this is a real thing. Sink, Let's sink go it. find this witch. I don't, and, I don't, and, I don't. Yeah, I love that. I love yeah. that. They I mean, that, a, that's, that's one of the reasons I like the film, you know, ultimately. I mean, M. Night Shyamalan got in on one of those little viral campaign things they they actually showed it on sci-fi or but something like i that. liked blair cool. witch too i thought that was actually I thought, a, that was actually a good horror movie you know i never saw that one i agree the, you guys I, keep talking I, about that one i've never have to seen watch that it. one. Oh, you gotta see it it's, it's a, nothing like the original nothing it's not the shaky cam it's an actual it's an actual film. horror movie yeah. yes <laughs> yeah somebody hmm. took an idea and went went very well with it and so I, I was very surprised at seeing that sequel and going because i did not like blair witch the first mm-hmm. one at all. I hated it. That was one of the few movies I actually walked out cussing. <laughs> <laughs> that and Godzilla when we went and saw the, we 90, the, the, the 98. 98 Godzilla. Oh. There, there was two of them. Gino. Gino. Godzilla in name only. Uh, I, I walked out on Funny Farm. Did you I lose did. Is that why you went to see that? I didn't I even went. go to see Funny. Well, movies. and <laughs> I walked out even though it was free because it was the second movie after we'd already paid for one back uh, in 1984. Oh, what was the first movie? Okay. Oh, I think it was Conan. Uh, oh, okay. Well, that's that's an odd pairing. Here for we go. A commercial. You know? Well, we were we were come walk- see Conan the Barbarian and then Funny Farm. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were walking out and and we're like going, let's just duck into another movie, and we ducked into Funny Farm and we're like. We're there for like 20 minutes. We're like, going, this is bullshit. Let's go. It's not even worth being free. <laughs> we did that with Star Wars when that came out. It was the only one here. We just kind of got in the circle. You walked out in Star Wars? No, no. When when they tell you to leave. <laughs> when you kept... Motherfucker, I'm pulling out my knife. You was a true geek. You was a true geek. <laughs> and when it first came out, I was, yeah. But they had in the theater where, you know, they were showing, trying to squeeze in as many showings as they possibly could. And there were so many people... You just kind of hop back into the the line that was going back in, and everybody was fine with that. It was just anyway. I think I saw it like three times the first night. It was, it was yeah, we did we did that a lot where we would, we'd buy a ticket and then we just start hopping mm-hmm. theaters. But it was enough people, I, have, I guess, uh, to hide out of um, Battlefield Earth. Yeah, yeah. My friend and I went to see that <laughs> Battlefield and, Earth. Is that the? Oh yeah. my god, really? The Ella Ron Hubbard? <laughs> yes, with uh, John Travolta. <laughs> Oh my god! I tried to watch that. I oh. like. I love that movie. Oh, was, <laughs> what the fuck? There's, there's. I'm about? like, I love it when barbarians can learn how to fly a jet in two minutes. <laughs> that whole uh, was awful. So we went to that. We left Battlefield Earth, and we snuck into I think Deep Blue Sea or something. I like that it, one too. I like Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> that, was, that was so bad. It was great. Isn't that and, LL Cool J? LL Cool J. It's a song. I'm a shark. I'm gonna eat you. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! I, 
Oh, that song is the best. Keep jawing. <laughs> I want that song. It's excellent, man. I'm a shark. I'm going to eat you. I'm like, man, I wish I would have wrote that. I'm going back to that. But then you know that's a badass movie because they, they kill Samuel L. Jackson. Like, oh, immediately. Really? <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. It's probably the most satisfying element of that movie. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like these motherfucking sharks <laughs> in this motherfucking place. God damn it! <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> I love. It. Have you seen Spider-Man: uh, Far From Home? Uh, no, not Far From Home. No. It, oh no, no. Wait, oh, wait did you see Burn? Is that the one who was? Oh, no, no, no. I have not seen Far From Home. That's the one with uh, Mysterio, right? Yes. No, I have not seen it. It's on my list. Uh, right. I think whenever it comes on have the Netflix, I'll be happy to watch yeah, it. I've seen it. It, it. There's a great line in there because Peter, Par- Peter Parker goes, it? he's talking to Nick Fury, Nick Fury, and he goes, oh, uh, I can't do this. I can't do that. And Nick Fury goes, bitch, you've been to space. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That sounds that sounds about right. <laughs> bitch, you've been to space. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Oh, you know, I did read a funny... There was a, and apparently this has really happened. There was an astronaut, and apparently she was, uh, had a uh, female wife. <laughs> He's, she's female. Anyway, she, uh, they were apparently breaking up or whatever, but she apparently hacked her, her companion's oh, yes, account yes, yes, I saw that, from yeah. outer space. So, I can check on their finances. The first yes, space crime. From a space, yeah, first lesbian space crime, <laughs> by the lesbian. way. Thank you. It was <laughs> lesbian space crime band name, I call it. <laughs> we got to form that band, man. We have to. Lesbian space you know, crime? Lesbian space crime. Yeah. Oh, you wait. know we got to make that band real. I've got the name of the first, I've got the name of the first album, Brute Force Cuddle. <laughs> <laughs> Watch with the scissors. <laughs> the oh, scissors don't run with those. I want to play theremin. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Know theremin doesn't like it. <laughs> I will learn accordion badly. There we go. Okay, that'll, oh, yeah, that'll be good. <clears throat> All right. Well, we've been talking about George Romero, <laughs> I think, among other things. Are we done with George Romero? I think we're done with George Romero. Yeah. I think I'm, yeah, that's, that sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah. Done with George Romero. There you go, thank kids. You, thank you, Mr. Romero, for all the good movies and all the bad ones, too. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. He was out there plodding on, and we applaud that. Yeah, and watch watch the documentaries, Birth of the Living Dead, uh, Reflections of the Living Dead, and then uh, what was the other one that Tar was talking about? I can't remember. Memories. <laughs> Memories. <yes. coughs> They're, they're really good. And the the reason they're good is because I think, you know, like one of them is with him closer to when they made it. So it's like the 70s, George Romero. And then the other one, you get older George Romero with the giant fucking glasses, uh, you know, and his his Brooklyn accent has like come back in force. <laughs> it really has. It's great. Um, but they're both really good. Uh, here's something weird. I'm I'm like all about these documentaries, and I sometimes like the documentaries better than I like the movies that they're, that they're talking about. Not the case with Night of the Living Dead. I love Night of the Living Dead, but there are these documentaries on um, what is it? Uh, uh, full Moon. Full Moon's good, but no, the uh, oh, what's the one with the cube? That the Hellraiser. Hellraiser, yes. The, okay. the documentaries on the making of the Hellraisers way better than 
the actual than the movies. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the movies were not good. The, those were not some of, of uh, his best work by any means. I did like Bloodlines, and in, in and in, from what I saw, yeah, because it gives the the trace, the history back of, of Pinhead um, to like World War One or something like that. Oh, that's right. Yes, that's, yeah. I, yeah, and I thought I thought yeah. okay, now we're getting a. I remember that. And that, that part was kind of interesting, but the movies were bad and. Um, they just they just weren't really well written. Uh, who's the car, who's the guy who uh, they wrote them? The the horror writer, Clive Barker. Yeah, Clive Barker, and boy, he's so hit and miss for me. No, I, I'm no, not he's a, all miss. I, I feel the same. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't like Clive Barker. I've not no, he, like even even into stories. his. Well, I, he's written enough short stories that statistically he's going to have a good one. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's been bad. And his novels have not been pleasant. No. Uh, they're not good. And his movie versions of them are, are, are not good. No, no. But some of the some of the shorter stuff is, I, is I okay. Was, was yes. Yeah. Yeah. But how he got to be where he's at with such mediocre work is beyond me. His uh, yeah. I like the books of blood or his book. The very first one. Mm-hmm. And the short stories. He's much better in short stories. Well, that, and even there, I didn't like all of. The, I liked a couple. But of I the say short that stories, about Stephen King. But too. I didn't like. I, well, there's a whole other show. Yeah. <laughs> there's a whole other show. That's we'll we'll, we'll hit Stephen King. No, I just meant in a, the short in a story. few episodes. <laughs> the stories I like. You could see it. Mark, yeah, I, I guess I you're now a a bona fide writer. You have a. Uh, <laughs> A novel out, a book, a fictional Blood. book, a cozy mystery book. I do. That you have. What's the name of that book, Mark? Towards the week after Christmas. Yes, and you're also working on a new book. What's that, Mark? I am. The new book is a pulp western, and uh, it's actually I should have a draft done by the end of next week. It's called Gage Black: Hell's Revenge. Great cover, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, the uh, Christopher Martinez, the guy who did the cover artwork for Quest for Uranus, uh, painted the uh, cover for me. He's a great pulp artist. Very and, cool. And uh, sought out like pulp, the colors, the paints that were used in the '60s. He's using all period hey, work paints and brushes it's and stuff. Perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. It looks like it. It looks really good. Well, hey, hey, I'm just yeah. glad this isn't a plug for Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Inflatable. So it, <laughs> anyway, we'll have uh, some some links in the credits, but in the you know in the description. But Mark, what you? I know you have a Facebook page. Uh, I do, do you have Facebook, a, a, I also have a, a Facebook writer page. Yes, that's Mark the Justice, that, that was the one writer. I was talking about. I'm sorry, say it again. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, Mark Justice, comma writer. Um, you can get all my updates about my books that are coming out. Uh, yeah, twas week after Christmas came out in June. Hell's it's a good Revenge. book, by the way. Well, thank you. Yeah, I th- the revisions have been much better. And the sales are, you know, they're they're not constant, but they're pretty good. And, and the feedback I'm getting is, is really solid. That's, so that's very great. cool. That's great. Very cool. Yeah, it's a whole, it's, I never thought in a million years I'd write a cozy. I mean, it's the last thing in the world I thought I'd write. But Hey, it's, it's a, the last thing I thought you'd write, too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I kept on getting people saying, like, every time someone opened a box, I was expecting a severed head or a finger. <laughs> Right. It, to your credit, Mark, you did a really good job of, of writing in the, within that that uh, genre. I Well, thank you. Thank I, you very much. I've um, read several. I'm not, not a big fan of that genre, but I've read a bunch. And yours is, is right up there. Sorry. Well, thank you. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, the first first one I've ever read, 
uh, or you know, written, written. the uh, the pulp western. I think. Yeah. Is- now this is the one that interests me, folks. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, Feather's yeah. been going on this yeah. 50s TV. This is this is this is right up my alley. Ready to read this? Uh, and that that's no that's no, no reference to that's no for plug, Uranus. That's no plug to Uranus by any means. <laughs> yeah, you, gotta, you don't have to take this one bending over. That's for sure. <laughs> so yeah, follow. Yeah. Go go so to Mark say, Justice. Well, we could do it with ease. Go to Mark Justice, comma writer on Facebook, and you can hook right. up with Mark and yeah. see what's and and follow the progress of his yeah. his latest novel coming out. And I'm and on Instagram now too. I joined the 20th century. Yes, I just saw that not too long yeah. ago. Oh, really? I've shown a problem with my uh, with my tablet. It wasn't working. The Android thing, the app wasn't working. But we've got it all figured out. So on Instagram, it's like Mark Justice Five Four. Um, you can follow me there, and okay. I'll be keeping updates with stuff. But so yeah, how- Hell's Revenge is a really exciting pulp. It's very grim and dark, excessively violent and gory. It's just it's Does he- it's blasphemous. It's everything you'd want. Does in he a pulp carry picture. a whip? What was that? Does he carry a whip? No, no whips in that. But, Damn it. Uh, That's in the sequel. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. in the second volume. He does enjoy a shotgun blast. Nothing makes the bastard scatter like buckshot. No, hey, here's ugh. here's here's one for you for the for, for the next next version. He he adopts a whip, and every time he does it, he goes lash Larue. <laughs> yeah, well, I've got two more in the, in the uh, had... saga already already kind of working on ideas for that. So, well, you need to put my idea in there immediately. The whiplash. The whiplash. Okay. Lash, Larue. Whiplash Larue. Okay. Well, if he had I'll a colostomy, be whiplash Lapoo. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh I'll see if I can work those in. Okay. Colostomies <laughs> of the old west. So anyway, <laughs> any any for the uh plug. <laughs> no, no problem. Hey. Um <laughs> this so hey hey fellow inmates, go see Mark Justice comma writer on Facebook. You'll be happy you did. This guy's a this guy's he's as crazy as the rest of us. So <laughs> there you go. Welcome to the asylum. <laughs> Yeah, you guys want to watch me take a dump? Say, sure. This is Dr. Todd. And Professor Feather. And the Midnight Gadfly and special guest. Mark Justice. Mark Justice! Ah, uh, you've been listening to Unsane Radio. What? That's Unsane Radio. At gmail.com. <laughs> if, if you want to get in touch with us, that's something we do. Come touch Tar and Feather and Midnight Gap Fry and Mark Justice. Mark yes. Justice! Mark oh. Justice! The Justice? Mark? What? Bad touch, bad touch. <laughs> bad show, touch. Show me on the doll. <laughs> right. Comments, suggestions, lewd remarks all go to. Unsane radio at gmail.com. You can I, find every podcast that we've ever made in our lives. That's not true, but pretty close <laughs> at unsaneradio.com. That's unsaneradio.com. <laughs> Coordination is our middle name. Yeah. We have a middle name? What? Coordination. Yeah. <laughs> And we're still not on Spotify. Damn! Although I did spot. <laughs> and it is iffy. 
All right. Thanks, Mark. Hey, my pleasure, guys. Oh, that was fun. That was. Just wait till the next one.